Crew Pros, your single source for high-quality, affordable home services. If you are remodeling, repairing, or replacing, Crew Pros are the professionals that can do the job no matter the size. If you are thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bath, needing a new HVAC system, plumbing repairs, flooring, or a complete roof replacement, call Crew Pros. Crew Pros, proud sponsor of the Grizz 901 podcast. Memphis, 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 what up, Grizz Nation, and welcome back to another episode of Grizz 901. We are presented by Zach Jaworski State Farm, where they treat you like family. I am your host, Daniel Greer, and we have our main dude here tonight. <laughs> Yo, what up, Nate? What up? We're gonna get the intro right one day. That we're putting the pieces together. That was slowly, great. I thought it went well. Surely, I saw the panic where you forgot to pull my screen up. It's okay though. It's okay. I saw. I it. was waiting for the last minute to pull you up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Nate. So Grizzlies, big win coming in Houston. A little business trip. What are your thoughts? Grizzlies win one thirteen to. Rockets 99, another team under 100 points. Uh, first thoughts about the game? Uh, solid win. I mean, it's it was never going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, I could not. Disgusting. I don't think we could have been more clear about that from the get-go. Last, last night, I talked about it on free basketball the, earlier this afternoon, which will be coming out. Uh, it was never going to be an entertaining game, so. All you wanted was to come out with a win. Yeah. It was a solid win, a convincing win. I never really thought it was in jeopardy. I was just ready for the second half to start so we could watch the team care. And then they did. And then it was kind of nice. That was nice. It was a nice second half. Ooh. Let's talk about the second half here in a second. First of all, we'll, we'll talk about the game in general. Desmond Bain in Texas, you just can't go <laughs> wrong. Six of nine from deep, 30 points. So, Obviously, the player of the game is Desmond Bain. He was uh, sweating through his jersey very much so. <laughs> I don't know if it's really hot in Texas. I don't know if it's hot in the gym. I don't know if he was just that hot. He was just coming through his shirt. But the dude was at plus 31. Wow. Jaron Jackson, who looked amazing as well. Five blocks. The, the Black Panther, he just looks now, when I see him, and – Listen, I'll eat crow on him all day long, and I'm fine with that. But I I see him now, defensively, when you see him on that end of the floor, it just looks like he's just better than everybody else. Like, it looks like when you're coming up to him, they, they just they cower, and they're like, ah, F it, here you go. And it's just like, <laughs> block. Like, it's in the third row, whatever, F it, I'll go get it out of bounds. Like, that's literally what it looks like. Freaky, man. Freaky. He is, I think, now two back from the league lead in total blocks. I haven't he's, checked. He's, I mean, way yeah. above in blocks per game. But I think Claxton got one or two tonight. So he's right there in 14 less games. So 
he's just awesome, man. He's defending guards all the way from the perimeter. And if you actually watch the games, you see what he does every night. It's it's awesome. It is. I mean, he's not just standing around the paint blocking, right? He's tracking dudes all the way from the line in. And so yeah, fun to see him do well. Fun to see him do well offensively, right? He actually did a little better from three than I thought. That's my only gripe with him was quit taking yeah. so many threes, getting the ball in the paint. Shout out Tyus, um, who had a good second half, but was my least favorite player in the first half. Mm. Um, need need guys to just be smarter, getting him looks in the paint, you know. But there's nothing to complain about. Yeah, Dylan shot fifty percent from the field and from three. Josh played shots, well. Ten shots on Dylan, like that's important. Ten shots. Listen, he chunked up yeah. a lot early on in the game, and mainly the first quarter. But after that, he was very efficient. But four of eight from three, five of ten overall. But ten shots is a very key number there because he's not doing too much. Even when he's actually shooting well, he's still not doing too much. I, I think that's a key for this team. And he does play well against Houston. So that is one thing. And obviously, they allow you to do whatever you really want to on, on the offensive end. Uh, and so that allows him to kind of play in his game too. So, But still, ten shots is well, great. I actually want to hit on that for a second because, yeah, Houston sucks, dude. That is that was that's an insulting team to watch. They are everything that's wrong with basketball. <laughs> it's gross. I think they've got Jalen Green on an OJ Mayo trajectory, Woo! which is just an absolute shame because wow. Jalen Green is a player that's going to be an absolute bucket that doesn't know how to play on a winning team, and it's gonna be it's gonna be terrible. But all that to say. What's been the problem with Dylan is he hadn't been making his outside shots, right? He's not been making his jump shots. And four for eight from three is him making his jump shots. Yeah. So that's that's a Dylan thing, right? That is something that he needed to be better at. He still needs to be consistently better at. But um, seeing him knock down those threes, knock down some jumpers is good yeah. and important for this team because that's all you want him to do. He doesn't even have to be a 38% shooter. For him being somewhere between 33, 35% from three, just able to knock down the open corner is big. And tonight he did. So that's good. That's good for the team. Yeah, when I think about this, uh, first thing that comes to mind is business trip, man. It's just you go down there and you handle what you're supposed to handle, and they did, right? It's just you go down there. It wasn't pretty. But just looking at the numbers of Jaron, who was a plus 25, you look at Bain, who was a plus 31, what they looked like when they were on the court, it looked like it was just easy. They felt in control of the game. Obvious, obviously, it's a 14-point win. But in the end of the day, it, it felt like it was in hand the entire game. Even the first half, they just felt like they were okay. They were just It was a back-to-back. It was fine. They were, they were going to be ready in the second half. Just give them, you know, they got to work up to that part. I felt confident no matter what that they could turn it on at any moment, and they actually did in the third quarter. Yeah, they look like themselves. Yeah, That's what you want to see, and they've looked like themselves since the break, you know, and that's what's important. They look like themselves in the first part of that Sixers game, and then they had the closing issues again. The only problem with that Sixers game was that they they lost it for basically a quarter and a half, and a quarter and a half was enough for the Sixers to pull out the win. They looked like themselves against the Nuggets. Kind of wrote that off as just one of those games where the Grizzlies had everything going and the Nuggets didn't, but they looked like themselves. Yeah. 
then they looked like themselves again in the Lakers game, right? They sort of came out, toyed with their food a little too much in the first half. Yeah. But it was I thought what Ja said was actually really accurate. You know, it's can seem like players speak a lot. But I don't think it was just players speak. He was like the shots that didn't go down in the first half went down in the second half. And I thought that was true. I didn't think they looked terrible in that first half of the Lakers game. I thought just shots weren't falling. Yeah. Then you come out this game and they absolutely were toying with their food, but it's the Rockets who are, I mean, again, just an insult to basketball. <laughs> and then they come out in the second half and they look like themselves. Ironically, Jaw was the only one who looked like he cared in the first half. They all cared in the second half, came out, put them away. That's the Grizzlies we saw in the first bit of the season that were like, this team can go win a championship. And for them to be getting back into that, back into form right now, heading into a matchup with the Nuggets, I think will be very telling in Denver. You'd love to see it. Yeah, we're going to hit Quit it. hating on Jenkins. He's not the one smoking layups <laughs> and not boxing out. What are we doing, guys? Come on. Be a, be a fun fan base again. We're going to hit on Jenkins in a second, as well as uh, some other things that I think that are key out of this game. But just kind of give everybody a heads up. This will be a very quick podcast. Uh, we're hoping to wrap this up maybe at the 30-minute mark. So we're roughly 10 minutes in, another 20 minutes. We're going to hit on the the halftime adjustments, maybe uh, a key that came out of this game, as well as predictions. Obviously, the Grizzlies are going on the road. This is a, the start of the road trip. I think this is an important road trip, especially they could get back Steven Adams at some point. So we'll hit on a little bit of all of that. So make sure you kind of stay with us here uh, as we keep going. But if you have a chance, subscribe, rate, review, uh, give us a follow over at Grizzlead. Uh, we'd love to have you there. But uh, let's keep it going. The Taylor adjustments at halftime. Did you notice what the adjustment was at halftime by any chance? You're on mute. Ah, still on there mute. We go. Sorry. My bad. No, I did not notice many Taylor Jenkins halftime adjustments. Brandon Clark started the second half over Xavier Tillman. But did he really? Yes. I had no idea. Yes. That shows you how invested I was in watching this game. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I, I had no idea. No, and now listen, it's something small, but if I felt like it did give him a little bit of I guess a boost of energy that gave him a little bit of something different, a different look. That is not a Xavier Tillman game at all. Like everybody is a little bit smaller, they're more athletic. That is the Brandon Clark uh, type game. He is the more athletic, small, small, big guy, I guess, in a sense. And so that was an adjustment that I, I liked and appreciate it. And it shows that he has a little bit of uh, huevos uh, when it comes to making the decisions like that. So I thought that was a, a big key. Uh, the other thing that I liked as well is um, rest for 12. Jaw had some key rests there. He only played 27 minutes. The two guys who had the biggest plus minus of Jaron and Desmond, they both played 29 minutes. Everybody else, 27 minutes. X, D, Dylan Brooks, and 12 had 27 minutes each. The bench, obviously there was four guys at 20 minutes. Conchar had 15, and Zaire had five. All around, that is one of the most important keys out of this for the simple fact that this is a long road trip. It's a back-to-back. It allows them to get some rest for some key guys. Uh, how important is that for you, honestly? It normally wouldn't be that big of a deal. I think I've been on here before saying who gives who gives a crap about rest. These guys are the second youngest team, third youngest team in the league. Like, go win basketball games. Heading into Denver, into Mile High. I live in Utah. 
right? Which is, I live in Salt Lake, which is actually a valley. It's not as high up as some people would think it is. Denver is not that. Denver is exactly as high up as people think it is. And that altitude is a real deal, man. I get dehydrated all the time just being in Salt Lake, much less over in Denver. Having your legs, having some rest, being able to be hydrated, being able to have everything right, so important playing there. And I think that's a telling game. I think that's a game that they, not just for us, the fans, for themselves, need to show up and go play well. Because that is a team who you could very likely see in a Western Conference Finals with them having the home court advantage. You need to show up and say, hey, we can win. We can beat you here too. Right, and that needs to happen. So yeah. I think it's important. The, the rest of the road trip, I think obviously you want them to have a good, solid road trip. I think this next game is, can be defining. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a Grizz win, but it needs to be a game, right? It yeah. needs to be a game where the Grizz are like, hey, we can take you here. Even if you get the last laugh, we can take you here. So before this next game, I think it's very important for that to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And, and honestly – it allows guys to kind of get a little bit of that rest, as you said, but also you get to get these other guys more run. And I think that's important for them because if you're stuck playing your, your 14 to 18 minutes night in, night out, and you get a little, you know, a bump of 20, 22, 24 minutes, it's a little bit of a different look for you. It's a, it's a different feel. And I think it gives uh, some guys some confidence. And so uh, this is a, I know it's a business trip. I know it was a, just a win over the Houston Rockets who have not looked good. I think it's very important for the simple fact that I think there's two things that are of importance to the Grizzlies, one in the short term, one in the long term. We can talk about after this game. The short term being, and this is on a completely different tangent, so apologies, ADD brain kicked in, but I think that Steven Adams coming back, very important. I think that Zaire Williams looks rough in his minutes, dude. Looks really, really rough in those minutes. And I think that is something that we need to look at going forward because ugh, it's just not pretty. It's just not pretty. I think we may have lost Daniel. We absolutely lost Daniel. So I guess I'm taking it home from here. Put me in an uncomfortable position, Henny Dan, but that's okay. Anyways, I'll get to just my thoughts on the Grizzlies then. Desire Williams stuff is a very concerning thing to me. Just five minutes, I know. It's not good. He just doesn't look confident. Hopefully he's getting confidence with the hustle. I don't see it when he gets in in these minutes. I would hope to see him come in and assert himself, a la Cam Thomas. He's not. So, got a bit of an issue there. But outside of that, other than that looking ahead, obviously with Steven Adams back, but the Grizzlies looking ahead, we want to see them continue to get Steven Adams back, continue to do well with the rest of these guys. You want to see Ja come out in Denver, see Dez come out in Denver, and you want to see Jaron play well again in Denver. Outside of that, I think, you really, your big three are going to determine that. So I will go ahead and leave this out because other than that, Daniel's gone. 
and I wouldn't expect him to take over the rest of the pod, so I don't know what he has left going forward. As far as predictions, got the Grizz one day off and then coming back in on Friday against Denver. I think I took them as a loss in that last game. I'm pretty sure I took them as a loss in our last post game. I mean, talking about the win-loss looking ahead. I think I'm going to flip it. I'm going to flip that to a win. I like what I've seen out of the guys the past couple of games. They look like themselves. I think that they don't have the first half slump that they had in this game. I think that they come out on fire in this next game and really are popping off. I think they full 48 from the Grizz. And I think them, we see them pull out a close one to continue on this road trip. And that'll set the tone. After that, you really just want to split with the Clippers. You want to beat the Lakers just because it's the Lakers, but that's more of a personal thing for me. I just despise everything in California. And then you come back home, get the Warriors at home, then the Mavs. So I'm going to say Grizz win a close one against Denver. Pull it out, full 48. We're going to like what we see from the team. And other than that, we'll see. That will be a good tone setter for the road trip. After that, you only really need to win one. Be a good time to be a Grizz fan. So. Now Daniel's out. He's completely gone. We're going to go ahead and wrap this puppy up. But a great road win for the Grizz. Second night of a back-to-back. They are able to solidify it. Take it home late after an ugly first half. That's all you really want. Get to see him come out again Friday against the Nuggets. Take care of some business there, too. So with that, go ahead and wrap it up. Other than that, Rockets. Any Rockets fans that happen to tune into this, I'm sorry. I'm genuinely sorry. That was rough. That's ugly. That was gross. But come on over to the to the light side, the dark side, as Perkins would say, even though I'm kind of out on him right now. Go Grizz. So see him back against the Nuggets. Root, root our boys on as they go on again on another national TV game. They've got like three or four coming up here over the next couple of weeks. So, That'll be good. And outside of that, make sure you hit up our sponsor, Zach Jaworski State Farm. I'm hitting on all the little things Daniel would tell me to hit on normally. We've got them back now, but I was just talking about our sponsors, Jack Jaworski State Farm. Telling all of our listeners, make sure to go hit them up for all of their insurance needs and reminding them if they insure you, they'll <laughs> insure anybody. And so outside of that, I'm just about to wrap it up. But if you're here last second, any last thoughts for, for our family? I don't. Uh, my last thoughts are, I don't know what happened, uh, first of all. Uh, I'm using it on mobile, and it is absolutely horrible right now. I don't even know what I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah, mobile's part. rough. Here, okay, I'll, I'll close this out on this part then. Predictions for Friday night. I already gave mine. I want to hear yours. Yeah, so Friday night, I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a good game for the Grizzlies. Uh, the air, as you were talking about that a little bit, is going to be a key factor. Um, I don't even understand the breathing part of it, right? So usually the Grizzlies are going to have an issue in the first half, as they always do, uh, getting used to uh, the thin air, though. Uh, But I I think that because they have shown that they are a big third-quarter team, I I like their chances here. I don't think we're going to get back Steve-O just yet, uh, but I think we're going to have a chance to have XT. You know, he's going to be able to play another good game, and I think he's just – a small enough big guy that he is able to defend. And so I, I think that we're going to see a good game out of X defending on Jokic. And as long as they can keep him 
from being a facilitator and making more of a score, I, you know, honestly, I like it. I, I think it's a, a good spot to be in for sure. See, we, so we're, we're pretty similar on that. We're not completely the same. I said, I thought the Grizzlies pull out a close game, a good game in Denver, but I looked at it differently. I think they put together a full 48. I think they don't have the first half slump that they've had the past couple of games. Mm, okay. We see them come out and play a full 48. So um, I think we reached the same result, but we took different paths to get there. So <laughs> that sounds that's normal, right? Game. That's normal. Yeah, that pretty much works itself out. But outside of that, I think it's a tone setter for the road trip. Uh, I don't know if you're able to close this puppy out on your end. Or I am. I'm, to close out I'm good. End. I think I can close right. it out. I don't know what happened to my setup. I'll give you all a sneak behind a look back. All right. So you see this? Does everybody see what's going on here? I am yeah, frozen. Gross. Frozen. I don't know what, like my whole thing, my whole setup is just frozen. Nothing works. My computer over here, dead as a doornail. It was plugged in. I unplugged it. Nothing works. So, um, that's a little bit of what's happening in my life. Uh, and so I'll have to fix some things. Uh, but hey, we accomplished something. We're going to, we're going to end the podcast. I didn't <laughs> wake up the kids. So listen, it's, it's a good day. It's a good day. Uh, but that's all I have. Nate, you have anything else? Nope. I'm hungry. I'm going to get a snack and go to bed. Get out of here. Thank you all for hanging out. The most important thing is be nice and tell your friends.